Well, good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, or really whatever time of the day that you're drinking your coffee or tea. This is a brand brew episode of Bitter Thoughts. My name is Caleb. I'm here with Danielle and Hunter, as usual. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Doing good, doing good. Adjusting a bit better now, so that's good. That's good. That silence was really reassuring. (laughs) (laughs) I had to think of my answer. (laughs) Yeah, well, let's all have a moment of silence here, if we will, because today we are talking about a not-so-great topic. Today we're talking about equality, or the lack thereof. What do you mean? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, Hunter. Currently, the UN has just sent out a a list of goals for the next decade that's supposed to be in effect as of now until 2030. And on that list is improving uh, equality or, or improving the lack thereof globally. And it sounds like a noble goal, but there isn't a game plan that I've seen that that really has um, clear-cut answers or like step-by-step processes. And we just wanted to talk today about some of those statistics that they have and really get people in the know-how and generate some conversations around this exact goal that the UN has for the next decade. Um, we've all read the article and I think we've all pulled some things from it that we want to talk about. Uh, Danielle, what did you exactly see from the article or what what did you make you think of well the overall basis or idea of the article is that they want to begin testing how we can all work together to address critical challenges that are happening globally like climate change like this past decade has been the warmest in history and that's contributed to all the ice caps melting the australian wildfires and when it all comes down to it one of the main ways we can address these challenges is just the support and cooperation of everybody globally yeah i think that's a valid point um and they definitely do address that that moving forward um addressing the situations of universal acceptance or global acceptance is kind of primary and it's the first step in resolving a lot of these issues. That kind of goes into what I kind of pulled from the article with uh, where it talks about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation uh, did an annual goalkeepers report uh, the SDG progress noted at that birthplace and gender are some of the most powerful predictors of future success. So basically where in the world that you are born, one of your one of the main uh, things determining how successful you can be in life. And then your gender is just kind of taking those odds and throwing them away. Because if it from the the report basically most places in the world were born a woman or uh women and people of uh, different identities are 
uh, have much lower odds, and the odds are stacked against them, just basically because of their the identity they've chosen. Yeah, there's a statistic that the United Nations brings up, which is kind of harrowing, that it's going to take, according to them, 100 years for women to become equal. And that doesn't even begin to address the exact point you're bringing up is people of different gender identities or sexual orientations. And I don't even know if that's a if that's a that the United Nations is ready to confront. Because it, it doesn't have really anything that's inherently listed in these goals. And so... Um, I think we run into a trap here of attacking them for being so general. Uh, yeah. And you guys are welcome to, to contribute to this. But a lot of these things, when you're speaking of a global scale, are going to be very s- slow-moving. Um especially if we when we look in the context of we're in America here and think of how long it took for us to receive um, like gay, gay marriage acceptance I mean the issues were only being talked about and really taken seriously in early like equal rights movements in the 70s would you say yeah the 60s and 70s and yeah. 2008 marked the actual movement and and resolution of gay marriage, but even that wasn't completely solved. So, making a plan like this is going to be a very very slow moving process. Yeah, the question comes down to how do we fix this issue of inequality, but that's kind of a difficult thing to answer because we can't identify the root cause because it's kind of how it's always been you know it's always been the norm especially in our generation just women don't have the same rights different ethnicities don't have the same rights people of different orientations don't have the same rights and there was another report from the 2019 human development report that states that we need to evolve our understanding of inequality and it's kind of up to us and the newer generation to pick up the pieces right and i I think that leads into what i think the un is really trying to solve here Um, they bring up a statistic as well about 20 percent of development being lost because of the unequal distribution of education health and living standards across um, people of any country any sort of identity whatsoever and i think that this is the central question that's that's trying to be answered is give opportunities and to create equal um, opportunities and equal standings for people across the globe so that we don't run into situations where countries are moving in a, in a direction of um, perhaps prosperity, whatever that means to you, whether that's economic or social, but that they're moving towards those sorts of areas and then a regression happens and they get set back because of these sorts of social issues, right? To ask you guys a question, what steps do you think we can take now to kind of solve that problem? Well, I think that understanding 
uh, kind of how the different cultures of these societies directly affect the stigmas that we're talking about. Uh, it'll be it'll allow us to have a less generalized uh, understanding of the different countries and their progress and how they can succeed. Because I don't think that every country is going to take a hundred years to get to this point. Right. I think they're talking about the whole world for this for this kind of progress. Right, and I think that ultimately it is it is uh, a, a call to perhaps be more aware. We are all running into a situation where we can't afford to be ignorant of countries around the globe anymore. We are becoming a global society, and our economics have been hinting at that for hundreds of years going on, you know, and and it's even becoming more reaffirmed the further technology progresses, our ease of travel, our ease of information transfer, we can no longer play the ignorance excuse or claim ignorance on these issues because ultimately the decisions that are being made in countries, and I think we're really seeing it right now with the coronavirus, but decisions made in other countries and actions that are happening in other countries are directly affecting countries across the world. And so the best thing that we can do is to be aware and to do what we can to contribute to the... um, the transfer of that information. But these are all really big ideas, and I think that we're a little bit pressed for time. We want to thank you for tuning in today. We really want to hear your thoughts. If you have anything to add to this, or if you want to continue conversation, go ahead and send us a message at any of our social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook under Bitter Thoughts. You can also find us at Instagram at Bitter underscore Thoughts, IG. We're really trying to spread conversations and ideas about these things, and we're not necessarily the ones with all the answers. So if you have anything to say, we would love to hear it. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you at your next cup. Goodbye now. Thank you, everybody.